We are I. Not every day is the same, not every calorie is the same, and not every life is the same. You know, where's this thought going? What does this thought mean? Well, let's put it this way. You know, I'm out for lunch with my dad and my oldest daughter yesterday, and we were talking about how, you know, what life was like on the farm. Because my daughter, my oldest daughter, she would absolutely love to live on a farm. We don't yet. Maybe one day we will. You know, but it won't be quite the same as when I was growing up and obviously when my dad was growing up, you know, I had a huge, massive, gigantic farm where a lot of stuff was still done by hand. And I look at this and we were talking about specifically about food and, you know, bodies and just, you know, how much the food that we ate really fueled our bodies, but it wasn't even the food of what you think would be healthy or fueling today. But it was just because of what we did, our body processed all these things a lot differently and the face value, the visual look of these things appeared to be the same as what we're eating now, but we're very much different. You know, because what we said to my daughter was my dad used to be, when he was the same age as I am right now, you know, about 160, 165 pounds fucking jacked ripped six pack veins flowing through the abs the arms everything and he's never went to the gym a day in his life he's a farmer he's a farmer and you know life was tough like life was physically active physically active all the time you know but my dad always famously jokes around that he'd wake up in the morning you know and he'd eat a half to a loaf of fresh baked bread he'd eat a pound of bacon and he could eat easily a dozen eggs if he wanted to. Like, this was my dad's breakfast. You know, but he also then went an entire day with probably just drinking coffee. You know, because he was outside. He was in the fields. He was working. He was doing things. He was lifting stuff. And you just, you didn't have time for snacks. You didn't have time to necessarily come in for lunch. And, you know, sometimes you packed the lunch and sometimes you didn't. And sometimes time just got away from you. And that was just life. And the one thing that this kind of life created was the need for an abundant amount of calories because you were walking here, walking. There's no such thing as 10,000 steps. On a farm, you know, if you had to average your step count, it's probably 20, 30,000. We never had, you know, quads that we drove around from here to there or gators or this, that, or the next thing. And sure, they were available, but. No, we didn't use them. We walked everywhere. We walked around our farmyard and our farmyard was big. Our actual just farmyard itself was eight acres with all the granaries and quonsets and barns and shops and, you know, pump houses, oil shacks, the house, the garage, the this, the that, the next thing. It was massive. You walked around everywhere to everything to be able to get things you needed that tool you lugged a toolbox from here to there you know you needed to be able to do something you did it 
And this burned a ton amount of calories. And I look at even the things that sit beside me right now that, you know, I've found in the backcountry, this railway stake, knowing that somebody forged that thing by hand. That's how old this thing is. And somebody pounded this thing in by hand. Then I see this rock that I just got from this old gold mine from, you know, people at the end of a pickaxe. You know, carved that piece out of a mountain. And then somebody put in a bucket. Somebody wheeled this thing by a, a pulley. There was no motorized pulley systems. There was no motorized winches. There's none of that. It was all done by hand. The one key important thing about this is, is not necessarily what we ate. Like, yes, the food that we ate back then wasn't full of preservatives and shit and it was homemade and you knew the ingredients and you probably grew half the ingredients. When when you ate a pickle, the likelihood that you grew that pickle, somebody in your family pickled that pickle and it sat on a jar and a on in a jar on a shelf, you know, in a root cellar or in a cool place, or when you ate some jam, the likelihood that those berries were handpicked by somebody in your family and then converted into that jam and it sat on that shelf in that root cellar, knowing that that fish or that, you know, that cow or that elk or deer or whatever that you ate for your protein was more likely by your hand than not. Knowing that the fresh vegetables that you eat or the root vegetables that you eat were most likely from the garden that you have outside that you or somebody in your family grew and picked and harvested and put on that plate. Knowing that those those calories and the nutrient quality and everything was so much better because you were active, your body was using these things. Different genes were turned on, different metabolic processes were turned on and you were using these calories so much differently than what we use calories right now at a basic fundamental level. So not only are the calories so much different, the macronutrients so much different, the amount of micronutrients and the bioavailability of those micronutrients, not only are all of those so much different, but how we use them in our body is different because we are out there being active. We are in taking fresh air. We are in taking cold and hot and sun and cloud and rain and snow and all of these things because we are out in the elements in the world of where we're supposed to be. And this is the interaction and the, the user interface that we are between nature and the calorie consumption and the metabolic processes that occur in our body when we're doing these things based on the food that we've ate and that nice nutrient-rich, nutrient-dense food that we've ate, even though it may be a loaf of white bread, but completely different than the white bread that you're buying in the grocery store now. Although you might be eating pasta or rice or you know anything along those lines, completely different, maybe not the rice, but the pasta, homemade pasta I grew up on is completely different than what you're buying in the grocery store. So the fundamental net benefit of all of this is, is that these metabolic processes that happen in your body as a result of being outside and intaking this food, this is what makes us metabolically flexible. Because let's bring it back to my dad eating that pound of bacon, you know, six to 12 eggs, a half to a a loaf of bread with a ton of butter and most likely some, if I know him, some grape jelly on that toast. And if you 
If you put that man outside who then may not eat all the way again until dinner time, the metabolic process that happens there, if over and above anything else, is switching from a glucose-based driven system to a ketogenic-based system almost every day. And not just minor swings in the ketogenic side and then massive swings into the glucose-based side, which is where we are, are at right now, but Let's not call it a massive swing in the other direction, which it most likely was, because you're burning through all of that glucose and that glycogen that's stored in your muscles and your liver, and your body has absolutely no choice but to start producing ketones to be able to fuel itself. This is the whole point behind that process, is you've burnt through the glucose in your blood, the glycogen in your muscles, the glucose or the glycogen in your liver, and your body's like, shit, what next? So it it turns those fat cells into usable energy, into ketones. You have that beta hydroxybutyrate floating through your system, you know, fueling your mind, your brain, fueling your body. And this is what allows us, you know, not only to not store fat. But for our body to efficiently understand how to be able to burn fat that we do have on it. Because again, we have to remember we don't just have that adipose tissue that that sits subcutaneously on our body. We have the visceral fat around our internal organs and this is the worst fat of all. Again, we're burning through that and our body understands how to be able to switch between those two systems very effectively and very efficiently. But nowadays when we're sitting around with our lethargic lifestyles, no matter how busy you think that you are, because we constantly fuel our bodies, we constantly put calories in. Is that we, unless if we are specifically trying to do a ketogenic diet, our metabolism has no idea how to efficiently switch and transfer between a glucose-driven system and a ketone-based system. And we need this. We need this metabolic flexibility. If you're having a hard time burning fat, it's because you have metabolic dysfunction between going through a glucose-based system and a ketogenic-based system. This is what it is. And this is what people had for because they didn't have the option or the opportunity to be able to constantly eat all day. It just wasn't a reality. You were too busy. You see the same thing on a construction site. You see the same thing in jobs like this all over all the time where you don't necessarily get a break every two hours to be able to go eat and take a break. Sometimes you just have to forge through. You see this continually with people who are burning calories all day long at work. Because their body needs to create that metabolic flexibility. So calories aren't all the same. Calories aren't all the same that you are intaking. Not only just from a a carbohydrate, a fat, and a protein-based perspective. But not all calories are the same as just the food that you're putting in. Do you think because you eat a salad right now that you've bought from the grocery store that that even has an abundant amount of micronutrients in it? It doesn't. We've proven this because the soil quality is not the same. The nutrient density in the soil is not the same. You know, picking it when it's not vine ripened is not the same. doesn't have a chance to mature. doesn't have a chance to be able to increase that vitamin profile, that micronutrient profile. You know, never mind when we speed all of this up into the amount of preservatives and pesticides and all of this shit that we find in our food now. 
And we want to think that our body is going to be functional, you know, based off putting this dysfunction into it. We want to think that our body is going to be functional, putting this dysfunction into our lives that we surround ourselves in. We want to think that our mind is going to be healthy when we have no real tangible priorities in our lives. We have nothing but opportunity to be able to bitch. We have no things daily that clear out the files. I do this podcast and I go work out and I sit in the sauna to help clear out the files, the bullshit in my brain. And I create all of these hormetic stresses. You know, in my day, like working out, like sitting in the sauna, like sitting in the cold bath. It's just hormetic stress that we used to get from our natural every day. And this is what people like my father, most likely a lot of other people's fathers and mothers got the, the same way simply by waking up and walking out the door. They had these things. But then what did, what did our life, what did our Western 21st century way of life do and this is what the point that we got with him it wasn't necessarily that my dad got older it's that his life got more lethargic you know we weren't on the farm anymore he wasn't farming anymore we weren't harvesting our own food you know he wasn't hunting and fishing and that's what caught up to him not age not a numerical number, not the amount of years he's been on this planet, not, not any of those things, not biology, not physiology, nothing. What caught up to him was a terrible lifestyle that we live in now, which 90% or probably more of the average people in this world embark upon every single day. Lazy, lethargic, you know, nutrient-lacking food and a lack of understanding of how these things drive our mind, our body, our heart, our soul. So it's a little bit of food for thought there. And I hope that you can connect and understand with what all these things really actually mean. So the question of the day here is, where are you in that sliding scale right now? How close to either of those sides are you and what's important to you is it important to you to go back to that i know what's in my food i've grown this i understand the nutrients in it or do we want to just have complacency and keep shopping at the grocery store do we want to go out in the elements of this world and in nature that you know what god or what mother nature or what the world evolution, anything is given us. And we want to expose ourselves to that hormetic stress. And we want to be, we want to feel, we want to be a part of this biological world. Because when we are, our biology, our physiology that has taken millions of years to get to this point right now knows that environment, does not know the environment that we've been living in the last 150, 200 years. Just a little bit of food for thought. 